Hey y'all, it's your girl at Joylea, and welcome to my podcast, Backstage with Joylea. Today, we have the wonderful Brian Conrad on my show, and it's the month of February, and we're doing fitness in February. Brian is going to talk about his weight loss journey, because there's so many journeys that we all take. So, he's going to let us know how he got to his weight goal and the steps we can take in 2021 to get fit. So just sit back and relax and listen to my podcast. Thank y'all. Hey y'all, again, welcome to my podcast, again, Backstage with Joy Leah. Today we have Brian on my show, and we are going to be talking about February fitness and his journey on losing weight. So, Brian, hey babe, how you doing today? I'm good. Hey Joy, how are you doing today? I am wonderful. I so appreciate you taking out the time tonight to be on my podcast. Like, literally, I was like, Ryan, you sure you ain't got nothing to do tonight? Because, you know, we (laughs) in these streets, Atlanta. So, (laughs) hello, we open. (laughs) So, Seriously, I just really appreciate you taking the time out and being on my show for um, February Fitness, and we are going to be talking about his journey and everything that he kind of went through to, you know, get to his weight loss goal and actually continue on this goal that we all are on. It's all about being fit. So, Brian, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, I want to first say thank you so much for having me. It is a real pleasure uh, being on your show. Thank you so much. Thank you. um, Again, my name is Brian Conrad. I am 35 years old. I currently reside in Woodstock. I'm originally from Winston-Salem, North Carolina, but I've been in Georgia since I was six years old. Okay. I graduated from the Great Bethune-Cookman University in Beach, Florida. HBCU. Uh, Absolutely, where I majored in uh, elementary education. I did a little bit of teaching, uh, but I realized that's just not, uh, that wasn't for me. So um, went somewhere else and, uh, you know, found different jobs here and there. And now I'm in call centers and, you know, uh, work with joy. <laughs> that's how I know joy. <laughs> Hello. Love her from work. Love Thank her, you. That's, my baby. that's what we do. We work. <laughs> get to this Absolutely. money. <laughs> to these, <laughs> and we ain't getting to no little bit of money, y'all. We, I mean, we're like, right. But we're going we gonna to go on about look, this show. <laughs> we can tell y'all how to get money another day. But <laughs> That's right. So, Brian, when it comes to this whole weight loss journey, because you know I've been – with you, my brother, what was the steps and the things you had to do to get, you know, to where you're trying to go? Well, 
Well, um, I've been uh, overweight my whole life for the most part, the large majority of my life. Um, I have a twin brother who's actually smaller than I am, and uh, I guess I've got the big gene in my family. Uh, he's, he's small. Uh, he doesn't have this issue, but um, my journey started ever since I was a kid, and I've always done so many uh, different things, different diets, uh, different uh, workout plans, and, and joining these gyms, and uh, paying all the money for uh, fitness coaches, and spent a lot, a lot of money for a lot of the stuff not to work. So I found another alternative. I don't know if you want me to go into that just yet, or... No, um, go ahead into it, Brian, like, because everybody have their journey, and People need to hear your journey. Okay. Well, um, so as I mentioned, I tried all these different things. It just was not working for me. And um, to, back in 2016, the end of 2016, I found out I was a diabetic. I went into the hospital uh, with a 811 blood sugar level. Okay. Uh, they were really surprised that I was not in a diabetic coma. Like, that's just extremely, extremely high. Like the, when I went to the urgent care first, um, they, their 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 measurements couldn't even read it, so they had to, I had to go directly to the hospital, and there they they read that's where they read that I had an eight eleven blood sugar level, and that was just surprising. So I spent the entire holiday, uh, Christmas and New Year's in the ho- in the hospital. Um, so that's when I found out I was a diabetic and high blood uh, pressure and all these other medical issues that you uh, normally you know, wasn't used to having I'm guessing at the time right because that was I was at my heaviest uh, then um, I don't mind saying that I was my, my highest weight I used to be shy about it but I mean it is what it is I was 405 pounds and how uh, old were you uh, that was four years ago now so 31 30 31 around there and, and that, that I'm sorry to interrupt you, Brian, but when you were younger, were you, were you, were you heavy set? Was this something that more happened when you were older or younger? Yeah, um, like I mentioned, uh, my brother's always been a little smaller than I. Y'all twins. twins. Yeah, and okay. um, I would say my weight started to really, really pick up around sixth grade. That's when it really, really just started okay. ballooning out of control. So yeah. I would say around that. So it happened since I was a kid. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm just asking that because that's interesting to know, like you said, that you probably got the wrong gene or you whatever, and I don't really think it's the wrong gene. I think everybody have a testimony for everything that they do in their life. But at your um, big issue at 31, and then you finally realize what? I, I just realized I, I had to do something different. Okay. Uh, because I, I want to live. I have a lot to live for. I'm young. Uh, you know, I just did not want to die. Uh, diabetes runs in my family. Really, really rampant. My dad just died from it in 2018. His brother just died from it a few months ago. My mom has it. My sister's a pre-diabetic. Uh, so you just was like, no. Nah. Yeah, I'm like, no, this can't be me. I, I got to go ahead and 
fix this because I, I don't want to live my life having to get get fingers chopped off and legs chopped off like my father did, and I don't want that kind of life. So I was like, I knew how to do something different, and that's when I, uh, as I mentioned, I tried all those different diets, spent all this money on Herbalife. That stuff is expensive. Yes, um, it is. Not not to knock it for whoever, it just didn't work for me. Um. But I tried it. I tried a lot of stuff. The, the, what's no. the Master Cleanse? Yeah, yeah, Master Cleanse. Even when I was trying to get you on IASOT, you was like, I've tried all that. You said yeah, you spent really a lot of money on things that didn't work for you. And between me and you, your testimony is so, like, outrageous to where it's like it needs to be told because I know there's people in your position that need to know the steps they may need to take that's different from everybody else that they're around, you know? Because you knew right. and you've tried. So, and I would, go ahead. Go ahead, brother. I would, I would definitely say, you know, try whatever it is. Uh, and I'm glad that you did offer that to me. I, I still want to go, you know, show my support to you and everything. But I just knew that. Because I did try that tea before as yeah. well. You um, was like, nah, that um, shit do not work. <laughs> not yeah, for me. No. But I'm sure it worked for plenty of people, just didn't work for me. But the thing is, one thing I did tell you that my cousin did. Yeah. And that's what we and, on uh, this show for. <laughs> okay, yes, yeah, so I was getting to that. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so and I we did. just going to keep it real because everybody oh, has absolutely. a different journey. So absolutely. So after all that, I said all that to say this: that I uh, had to try weight loss surgery. That I, I was at my wits end. I tried everything. I I was like, you know, I I just got to do something different. I'm gonna have to just go for. It. I really try to avoid doing weight loss surgery, but I had I went ahead and did it. I was scared. Um, I've never had any kind of surgery in my life, so getting put under was like the scariest thing to me. Man, um, Jesus, even. I've had surgery, so I understand being under. You know, I had a um, a, uh, what you, what you have when you have a baby. Um, a yeah, I had that, but it was still surgery. I was still cut open, regardless. That is surgery. No, yes, but absolutely. absolutely, it's still a scary thing when they tell you that you' about to do that shit, and mm-hmm. you already knew in your mind you was going into doing it, so. And what made mine even more scary was the fact that I had to go out of country to do mine. Oh, I went to God. Mexico. Yeah. So, and I know a lot of people try to talk me down, but I tried my very best to have that surgery here in the States. But insurance in the States, is, it's a scam. <laughs> it's a motherfucker. It's a scam. Actually, um, the show should, you should have told me that earlier. And we could have talked about Black people in insurance. Like, stuff I'm saying, for oh, real. Yeah. It is a lot. And no, because, you know, we did try to talk you out of that, but it is what it is now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, but like I said, I really try to do it in the States because the jo- at our job, uh, the insurance that we. Uh, you got to finance this shit. Yeah, you have to finance it. They, they don't, they did not, they, they specifically elected to have weight loss surgery not a part of the plan so there was just like nothing i would have to pay for out of pocket so it was no but even with because we was talking about it like these jobs try to make it seem like that's not something that people have to deal with but they pay for you know going to the gym and stuff like that what is the difference with 
cosmetic surgery. So that it do need to be a conversation that needs to be brought up because this is not, to me and my just viewing, it's not many people that have to deal with it. But if the the five to ten that can go into a job and deal with it, that simply could be paid for, I'm just saying. but I agree. I definitely agree. I'm 100% with you on that. Like like you said, they, since they figure they, they're paying for it, helping us pay for a part of the gym membership, mm-hmm. they don't have to use, uh, they don't have to put um, weight loss surgery as an elective. Or, it, or just like, look, I have there. big breasts. I may want to get smaller ones. They don't pay for that. It's considered cosmetic surgery. My That's back could hurt, and I got to come sit up in there with my back hurt. I want some bees, but I got to exactly. deal with some triple G's. So I, I, I'm just keeping it real. I would, yeah, if, if it was, it, trust me, if it was paid for, it would have been done. But, you yeah, know. Preparation of it and everything. Yeah, like I know there was a major risk with going to Mexico, people. But you know, but I did my research, and you knew. I was about to say that. I was about to say, Brian, you had researched American shit. You had researched Miami. You had researched getting flights wherever you had to go. You, I already know that you did the procedures and the proper protocol to see if I had to go to Cali, how much it would cost, whatever. In America alone, between me and you, it was 10000 plus. That's outrageous yeah. numbers. Absolutely. And then they want to put you on a finance plan where eventually it will be $30,000 you paying for some bullshit. Yeah. It, like, no, seriously. When you, th- am I lying? Like? You're absolutely right. <laughs> so. You're absolutely right. So you know. Mexico was just a better option financially. Uh, it was just a better option. And again, I made sure I did my research. I found a great surgical um, hospital, Pompeii Surgical. If there's anybody out there that, that is interested in knowing about that, or after you hear our conversation, you decide that you know that you might want to take this option, hit me up. Uh, I'll give you my um, social media at, at the end of the show. Yes. Um, but uh, definitely hit me up. Pompeii Surgical is a great, great place. Uh, it's in Tijuana, Mexico. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of Tijuana, Mexico being a bad place and getting robbed. And yeah, wonderful time. It's so many. <laughs> it, it's, it's nothing like you are, you are super, super safe in this facility. Uh, it's nothing like what you might have heard. And I kept hearing those things too, and people were trying to deter me away from it. But I'm like, no, I don't care. <laughs> the reward out weighs the risk. At this point, I don't want to die. I, I'm going to die if I don't get the surgery. That's how I feel. Okay. So, I really, really um, was motivated to go get that surgery. So, I went out and did it May 17th, the day I flew, flew in there. I flew into California, and then Cal- uh, in California, they take you over to Mexico. And the day I flew in, I had my surgery that same day, and I wow. stayed two days. Um, they put you in a nice resort if you pay the upgrade you said you paid the upgrade. And I know you paid the upgrade. Look, I know you paid the upgrade. It was 
was only like a hundred fifty to a hundred dollars to stay in the nice beach house. So I'm like, uh, yeah. Hello. Hell yeah. So it was like a little mini vacation. Like it was, it was awesome. I had I had an awesome awesome time. Um, it was definitely definitely worth it. I have I have had no complications. The surgery went Hallelujah. well. Um, it went. It was only like a thirty five minute surgery. It doesn't take long. I had what's called the gastric. Sleeve. I didn't do the gastric bypass. That's probably the more popular one. But the gastric sleeve is the one where they uh, cut like between sixty-five to seventy percent of your stomach off. Uh, it's that extra pouch that holds all the food. They cut that part off, so you okay. can get a certain amount of food in it. The gastric bypass is something totally different, where they reroute your intest, your, your I guess your esophagus to go straight to your intestines, mm-hmm. and you can only eat like. You know, yeah, a little bit, like seeds weight. and shit. Right, and you drop weight super, super fast with the gastric bypass. I you did it more of a, a sleeve where they just, pay. yeah. I remember we were talking about that, and you was like, that's something I more want to do because it's more conducive to the lifestyle you're trying to live, basically. Absolutely, because with the sleeve, you can you lose weight more steadily. Okay. And I don't, I don't want to, I didn't want to like a deflated balloon. When people get that gastric bypass, and this is not to deter anybody away from it, I, just for me, I didn't like it. It's just that you lose weight really, really fast, and your your skin, your excess skin, right? Up, you and it just, you just look like a deflated balloon really, really fast. And um, you had said that you wanted to work out, and we're gonna get more into that. And you were saying that you wanted to do it kind of more of the right way. You just needed something to assist with what you wanted to do. So this sleeve, which I know, like I was telling somebody, I know that I kind of had got it, was a little bit more conducive to their lifestyle than doing the, you know, well, she did the sleeve and did a tummy tuck, but, you know, that's another, you know, us women, we're going to get this all right because we know it's going to try to get right. But... That seemed more of something that was, in my opinion, and it seems like to your opinion was more realistic, right? Yeah, absolutely. It just it just made more sense for what I wanted to do. I wanted to lose it at a steady pace and without all the sickness. I know a lot of sicknesses come in with the gastric uh, bypass, but this this process I, was was really really uh, good. I, I can actually share. Um, picture with y'all to show you where yes. I was with my idiot. Yes. Uh, we love pictures here. All right. The difference already. This yes. Back in 2000, this was like 2000, this was 2018. This was two years ago. Well, now I guess three years ago. We're in 2021. But uh, about two years ago, um, I was still like 400 yeah. now there. Move a little uh, more to the, um, to the, to your, yeah, there you go, to the right. There you go. I, we see you. Yep. Okay. And can you see this one? Yeah, we can see it. This one is actually at work. Uh, I was still at my heaviest there. Uh, here's another one. I thought I was doing something. Uh, <laughs> you so silly. You was doing something. You was making them <laughs> coins. I know that motherfucker much. <laughs> If you weren't doing nothing else, my boy was getting right. paid. Look, now he across the country, but I'm just like. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah these, these are just, you know, pictures of 
Okay. Okay. Uh, Today, yeah, now. Yes, we want to see you now. Cause how many pounds are you down? hundred and forty pounds. I'm two sixty five. Oh my God, a hundred and forty pounds. And you guys, let's note that this surgery was done in May. May, May seventeenth, twenty twenty. Yep, twenty twenty. And I've I've started being more active. Like you said, I want to do it the right way. I wanted to start exercising, so I go running in the mornings. Uh, I started riding bikes. Uh, you know, I just, I just really want to do this the right way. So yeah, with this surgery, did it kind of help you? Um, like, I wouldn't say feel better, but when the weight was coming off, it seems like, you know, monetarily, no problems. Did it start making you feel back, like, younger and active and stuff like that because you was able to walk around and do the things you wanted to do? Oh, most definitely. I I have a lot more stamina. Um, I feel a lot better. I, I when I was that heavy, I wasn't traveling like I like my friends wanted to always go to Vegas and travel, you know, different countries. I had never, ever, excuse me, flown in a plane because I was scared that I was not going to fit in the seatbelt. I've seen. I stopped going to amusement parks because I didn't want to be that person who was not able to get the. Seatbelt around them, and like I really just stopped living life, and I haven't lived life in so long. It felt like to like now, like now I've been, I I'd have been back and forth. When I just went to Vegas for the yeah. first time, uh, that was just last week for New Year's. Uh, you know, I've been, I'm, I'm starting to do a lot more and be more active now that this weight is you coming, know, coming off. I, you know, I'm really, really, I've been working hard. I feel like I deserve it. Uh, Man, you've been home. deserved it now. We all know that. Well, thank you. Thank you. I but mean, honestly, you... some people, some people will, are very, uh, I'm trying to get this off. Uh, <laughs> some people are very judgmental, and some people are like, well, it, that, that's cheating. You're not, you're not really doing it. How is, cheating how is that cheating? That's what, that's just how some people feel because it's not, Really, you're not doing it, uh, I guess, the right way or the way they would have. Okay, there's women uh, out there that don't have big breasts and they get implants. There's people out there that booty is not as fabulous as mine. So I can blame it. And they still get implants. I wear a fucking wig or a weave. What is the difference with whatever it is that you do, if you wear dentures with no teeth, if you okay, add your eyebrows, what's the difference? It, it, that's okay, what I'm saying. People, feel, people still judge those people like for getting implants. Some people keep it a secret. I haven't been keeping my, my surgery a secret, but I haven't been super, super open about it. Uh, I am an advocate for it. If, if someone asks me, I'll right. tell them. But it's just like, um, I don't just go out and advertise. I don't, I don't have time yeah. to get into the base. People and, I get, I get that. I get that. I get that 100% yeah. because there are the haters in the world that will always be here. You know, the, yeah. just like the poor will always be among us. The haters mm-hmm. will always be among us. So, yeah. you know, it is what it is on that note. But the fact that a matter is, 
between me and you and between anybody that is listening to my show and will understand that your health comes before anything. And if you have to go, trust and believe, there's people out there that got to go and get their body parts, like you just said, cut off. I know people in my family with diabetes problems and um, that are not here today and dead and gone. R.I.P. Love you, Shandia. People that are gone from bad choices, like you, you know, you just explained. And there's things that you can do that could take charge of your life. That could take, you know, like, I mean, I remember a family that I used to know back in the day that used to be, like, very, very important to me. I mean, the only, the lady that used to do my hair, she's the only person that is a survivor. All of her, a lot of, like, her mom, all they were overweight. Like you just said, body parts cut off, all that stuff. Her sister was, like, 500 pounds, could not even sit on a couch. If she knew the things that you are describing right now to where you literally in the past seven to eight months lost 150 pounds and you're probably like 100 pounds away from your goal and you would have never been there trying these diets. They don't work sometimes on certain people. And the truth is the truth. Like, you can either be... Like, and we we see these families, it, it runs, it's generational, just like poverty and anything else is generational. And you just explain your father had it, your, your, your uncle had it, whoever had it, you decided to break that curse. And with you doing that, when you have kids and your kids have kids, they can go off of the things and the tools that you are putting in place because you've decided to not go down that route. And not saying it's a bad route. Like, you go eat and enjoy and be merry. But the fact of the matter is, we want to live to be 80, 90. And and when we get in our late 30s, we realize we're not invincible, right? That is so true. It's a wake up. I'm telling you, as soon as I turned 30, it was like, <laughs> it was a, oh my God. It and was I, a wake up. It and was. I started feeling it. Mm-hmm. I started feeling 30, mm-hmm. like for real. And it's just like, that, that's when you start getting all the, the like, like you said, you feel invincible in your 20s and your teens. Like, I'm telling you, as soon as my birthday kid, and maybe it's because I was just overanalyzing, but I felt every. No, I felt it too at 30. I'm telling you. My knees started hurting. Look, no, for real. And my back. I ain't even going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. So that's when I knew. It was a wake-up call. I was like, okay, I'm not invincible. I got to do something about this. Forget what everybody said about me or whatever judgment that comes with this. I want to live. And I got to do this for me. And guess what, Brian? They say 40 is worse <laughs> when you hit 40. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to get to 40. <laughs> oh, Lord. Jeez, I'm almost there myself. I'm 35. I got five more years. Man. 
And they say that's worse. So I'm not saying they say it's like worse, worse. But if we can tackle the things like, shit, I'm trying to work out every day now. Like, like little things like that. Because the, the 27-year-old is not the same as this 37-year-old here. It's nowhere near. I could, I can do a backflip back. I can't even, I can't even bend over, pick up a piece of paper <laughs> without, without my knees hurting. Like seriously. Right, I feel you. Same here. I, 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 so yeah, it's time to get it together. And, and it was a wake up call. I'm glad I did it. But with all the judgments aside or whatever, I would, I would definitely. If, if you're letting that hold you back, somebody else's opinion or judgment. Thank you. Do it for yourself. You are not living for nobody else but yourself. This right. is your life, your journey. They're not going to be here at all. Like you got to do this for you. So that 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 would be my advice. If I had to give anybody an advice or who's hesitant on, if you, if you thought about surgery, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. It's a life changer, right? understand how real deliverance is in so many different ways no matter if it's from weight loss from drug addiction from alcohol deliverance is deliverance when you realize that you've been delivered from something that you don't have to deal with no more and that's for real that's the reason of my like my podcast and that's why I was, and even when I was telling you back, like, no, bro, when you do this, I, I knew my cousin's story. Like, she'd be in the mirror on the phone with me, like, bitch, you would never, you would never. And I'd be like, bitch, you, I did, but I'm going to let you have it. And I would never take it away from her. 
I would never yeah, take it away. Because this, she, I've never seen her as happy as she has been since her surgery. Yes. It, it's a life changer. And it gives you so much more confidence. Like, I'm feeling myself. I wore <laughs> white. I don't wear white. Boy, like, you had that white on in Vegas. I'm about to, I think I got it. Hold on. <laughs> this is my Vegas outfit. I, I had white. I've never worn white pants. I had my little contacts in. You like, was over there looking like Prince, this bitch. Not, like, you know, like, I would have never done anything like that. Like, it, I don't wear white. And that's, I, you know, big people. And that's just you could just see the, the confidence in you or whatever like that. I mean, you really are showing people who need to do the things that they need to do. And he explained, and we just going to keep it real. He explained. He was 400 plus pounds. He was really trying to get something done different from anybody else. His weight loss journey is totally different from my homegirl's weight loss journey. And anybody that feel they can go ahead and do this and do that and these fads, stuff works differently from everybody. So, since we doing our fabulous fitness February, I have to ask you, Brian, what things are you doing that you probably didn't think you was would should do? Like, you know, when you were um you know, heavier set, what is it now that you're doing that you realize I have to do this to make sure that I'm on my fitness goal. Um, I'm not sure if I understand your question. Uh, you saying like what things that I feel like I should do to keep myself on page? Yep, there you go. Um, well, definitely got to make sure, especially with this surgery, you have to watch what you're eating. You cannot overeat because you can reverse your surgery. Your stomach can grow right back to where it was, and then you end up. Right back where you were. This is okay. not a. This is a tool. And okay. I had to learn that this this surgery is a tool. This is not something that's that's going to be your end all be all fix everything. No, it's not. That's why I get my ass up there every morning and I go either bike riding, I go jogging. Oh, it feels so good to say that. I used to have to walk, but now I can actually jog. Jesus. Like um, <laughs> so, you you gotta whatever tools you decide to do. Whether it be Herbalife or ISOP or whatever miracle diet that's out there, you you still have to do your part. That those are tools. You have to get up. You have to exercise. You have to be active. You have to move your body. You cannot just rely on one miracle anything. Surgery, drink, shake, whatever. You have you have to be able to you know do the do be active and. That's, that's what I was saying. And just remember throughout your journey, know that your journey is your journey. Do not right. compare yourself to anybody else. And that's something I kind of was doing when I first had my surgery. I'm like, I'm in, I'm in a, it's called the Pompeii Surgical Group on Facebook. And I look at some of these people there. I'm like, dang, he lost, he lost, we were about the same amount. And he lost 50 pounds. He's 50 pounds ahead of me. And we had our surgery around the same time. You can't do that. You can't. Everybody's body. Is different. different. You, you taller. You shorter. Yeah. Your body your weight body does. Yeah. You right. You right. Thing, no matter what you're doing, like 
we, me and Joy can be the same size and we can do the exact same thing every day. It don't matter. Something, it, it don't matter. Somebody's going to lose weight more. Somebody's going to lose weight slower. It's just you, you have to be okay with knowing that your journey is your journey and do not compare yourself to anybody else. Wow. Oh, my God, Brian. Like, I appreciate you so much. I love you for being on my show. Thank you for the encouragement. Oh, my God. And it was so funny because you was like, even at first, you was so shy. But for for everything that you just really said on this show, it is so inspirational. Because you was like, oh, I don't know if I could do it. You went from... Michael Jackson to bitch, if you want to do it, get your ass in the chair and get it done. But that's what it takes. Yeah, I have a newfound confidence, honestly. Like I'm, I'm so proud of you. I'm not the same person. I don't. I don't. I really don't. And and you know when we go back to the office, if we go back, oh, we gonna be at home. I don't know what we gonna do. I already know my boy is going to be acting a fool in the building, <laughs> but not in a bad way. He ain't going to be tripping about no ice or no shit like that. <laughs> That's a yeah, joke. No, but my yeah. boy is going to be letting folks know, uh, no, we're not going there. We're going to go here. And seriously, I so, like, we got to, we everybody, please let us know, Brian. How do we get in contact with you? What is your info that you're going to give us. Facebook, Instagram, email, what you got? Okay. I'm going to do my Facebook and Instagram. My Facebook is Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, and then in the middle is B-R-Y, B-R-Y, and my last name is Conrad, C-O-N-R-A-D, so that's Brian, B-R-Y, Conrad, and you can find me on Instagram at Brian, too nice, that's Brian with a Y, B-R-Y-A-N, the number two, nice, N-Y-C-E, Brian, too nice. Uh-huh. Uh, Snapchat and Twitter. You ain't doing all that. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of old school. You ain't got no kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of old school. Just Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you guys already know how to get in contact with Brian. Definitely, if you want to get more insight and more information on how to go on the weight loss journey with him, especially with the what is it? The gastric sleeve, right? Sleeve, yeah, it's much different than the bypass or any other one. So this is definitely something that I wanted to be on my show. I mean, I feel like there are so many different things and so many different worlds out here that people don't even realize exist. And listening to this little show could probably change another person's life. Because I know my boy Brian's life has been changed because I've been watching him. I mean, I really have. Like, this past, you know, COVID was a problem for some people. But it was a blessing for a lot of people. I mean, it really was. Like, it really was. Go ahead. I wouldn't have been able to do this if, if we were still at work. Um, I, uh, I only had to take two days off. I probably would have had to take whole weeks off if we were still in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be able to get up and go exercise in the morning. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to in the morning. I wouldn't be able to do that because I have to drive. I stay at Woodstock. I have to drive all the way out for red. I'm not That's two-hour drive. Right. So, you know, I'm able to do so much more. I hate to say that, you know, COVID's been a blessing because I know it's been so bad for others. No, but, but no, Brian, 
It was a blessing. It really was. I my, I had a cousin who got a call to get her kidney in June. And I think, I don't know if I told you about it. I think I did. But my cousin, just she been waiting for a kidney for five years, and she got it June 2020. Wow. COVID was a blessing for some people. And you explained it. You got to get up. There's a lot of people that understand your story. They get to get up and work out and do things that they could not do. Go take their dogs out. Go walk their dogs. Do certain things. That's a blessing to do the same thing you've been doing at the job. You can do it at home. And you're probably even more successful. Yep, more productive. It it, it makes your uh, work-life balance. It's so much better. Um, I can't imagine going back to that office. I, I will. <laughs> You're gonna be a totally different person. We, what's it gonna be your new name when you go back in? Cause I already know. Look, it's gonna, none of y'all. Byron. Byron. We gonna call you Byron. Look, we gonna call you Byron. Look, look, look. <laughs> call you Joy. No. Okay, all y'all, everybody. Do I know you, ma'am? No, you said over there. I don't know you. Stay six feet away. Look, stay six feet away with your fucking COVID ass. <laughs> I, yeah, but thank you so much for man, I really appreciate it, y'all. Everybody that listened tonight, we have the wonderful Brian Conrad telling his weight loss journey. We are in. February Fitness, my dog is out there acting a fool. Y'all know I just got my new little um poodle. Oh, no, no, he ain't even poodle. He's a fucking Pomeranian. Look. Aww. I just got my new little Pomeranian poo-poo. Oh, God. I've been seeing the picture. so adorable. <laughs> adorable is a nice word, but these Pomeranians got... Oh, my God. My little daughter is like calling me like crazy. I'm like, little girl, you know I'm doing a show. You, oh my gosh, you keep calling. Look, uh, look, I'm like, damn, stop calling. Hold on, let me tell her, hold on. I got to tell her. I'm going to call you right back. I'm doing a podcast. Y- yes, you're embarrassing me right now. I'm going to call you back. Oh my God. If you don't have kids, look, don't have them, second plan. I'm trying to close out my show. That's the wonderful thing about having your own little podcast. Things like this can happen. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. But, Brian, again, I'm sorry, but I so appreciate you being on my show tonight. You really explained everything that we need to know, gave us and gave me a shout-out. The recording is wonderful. And if you guys... You know, need to reach out to me if you can't get Brian. You can always see me at Backstage at, at Joylea. Follow me on Instagram at, at Joylea. My Facebook is Joylea, un- wait, Joy underscore Leah. Let me get that right. And my email is P at gmail.com. So always and forever, thank you for listening to my show tonight. You guys have a wonderful night, and thank you guys for going backstage with At Joy Leah.